good evening. Recording this on evening of June 1st. Happy Gemini season to all you Geminis out there, such as myself. Uh, this is an interview I did today with the newly hired football coach, Twenty Palms High School, TJ Stanford. Kind of shot the shit a little bit about what he expects for the season and gotten his personal background, a little bit of coaching and why he wants to coach and what he, his expectations are for the season. So I hope you enjoy it. I appreciate the time. And we're going to come back probably over the next few weeks with some other stuff that we just randomly like to talk about because it's a beautiful time to talk and a lot of things can be talked about. And we have a lot of ideas out there. So there's my interview with Coach TJ Stanford. And we are here with the new head football coach at 29 Palms High School, TJ Stanford. Uh, I am very uh, very much excited about this hire. I think it's going to be new life, new blood. We have an alumni coaching. Uh, and unfortunately, I am leaving the school, but I will be um, very much keeping track of his success here. So, TJ, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful today, except for the fact that you're leaving the school. I wish I wish you were staying and, and uh, you know, had some part uh, with the football program. How, however, I think that you will be a big part of it moving forward. And you never know. I might be back because you never know. Life always puts us in weird situations. Yes, so I does. could be back. Uh, you are alumni of 29 Palms High School, graduated in 2005. How long, how many years were the varsity quarterback for? I was a varsity quarterback for two years. Uh, I played quarterback for four years and uh, playing quarterback at 29 Palms High School was a, was a great honor for me. And I, and I really enjoyed, uh, you know, living in 29 Palms and the connections that were made with, with, players that I played with and and, I've, and I really really enjoyed the time in a small rural town in the middle of nowhere. Now you went to a, a bunch of camps correct going out like through your sophomore and junior year and yes, I, I heard did. you were recruited to maybe go to a bigger school. What high school was that and by who? It was uh, Oregon State by Mike Riley and uh, he, he came down and kind of saw where I was from uh, and, and then also too it was uh, uh, Fresno State um, Oh, it was uh, Pat Hill. Pat Hill. Pat Hill. Pat, Pat Hill. Pat Hill from Fresno State uh, came up, and we, we had a really good conversation. But uh, at that time, and, and in re recruiting at that time, uh, people didn't go out and kind of find the diamonds in the rough that, that I hope to help uh, you know college programs do from here on out. Well, you have to understand what TJ's talking about is now it's only been you know 15 years later, basically. But Huddle has totally changed that, where – and the offensive has totally changed. TJ, because I actually coached TJ in the 2004 year. Yep. And TJ would have actually thrived in the offense that we have now and the systems that we have now to where he would have been a diamond in the rough and he might have gone to Utah State or San Diego State because he was a big quarterback with big arm. And guess what? We're going to throw the ball 50 fucking times. Yep. And it would have been fun. But you know what? That is what he is going to bring to that experience to what he knows can be successful. And sometimes, you know, we miss our opportunities to help others grab those opportunities. So I think that's going to be a great challenge for him to actually overcome being in a small community, but he's going to help get guys to that next level because he knows what it takes. And he's had some good connections from playing. And we're going to go talk about the next one. I'm going to talk about Mayville State. Can we talk real quick about Mayville State, that experience? <laughs> Mayville State is, is, in, is in the middle of the country. Like I'm talking rural, middle, like I thought 29 Palms is very <laughs> rural. Uh, but, but Mayville State uh, – is a very small uh, town in, in, in North Dakota. Uh, we're about an hour and a half from Canada. 
and it's a very cold, very interesting type of people. However, I think I, I grew as a man there because of having to deal with, uh, you know, not really deal with, but, but because of um, the experiences that I got from there as far as learning a whole new culture, as far as being in a place that, that was far away from home, couldn't drive home, it was hard to fly home at that time. And, and then, you know, going, going through a, a very drastic weather change was, was, was very interesting for me. Um, and, and, I, and I believe that, that going through those things helped me grow as a man, grow as a father and grow as a coach. Now, would you also say we had a conversation earlier about if you love what you're doing, you're like you're not working. Right. That's why you love football. Yes. Would you say even Mayville State proved that? Because the, the, re the reason why I went to Mayville State was because I wanted to I wanted to continue to play football. I wanted to be a part of football. I wanted to find some way that I can have my, you know, do something with football. And Mayville State called one day when when I when I was at the local park coaching my sister's youth basketball team and they called and said, Hey, we'll give you a football scholarship if you come out here. Second question was, do you know where Mayville State is? And I said, uh, I said, no, I, I have no idea where that is. So quickly, I, I, I grabbed the map and looked, uh, and I said, I'm in. And uh, about four months later, I, I was I was at Mayville State University. That's awesome. That's a great story because you never know, and it's an opportunity to play because you never know. It takes one guy to like you. Yep. Okay, let's talk about the season, and I'm going to get excited right here. You don't have to divulge, but in an ideal world. First play of scrimmage, Nick, this year. What would it be? Ideal world. What would your first play from scrimmage be? Inside run, 80 yards. Nice. Inside run, 80 yards. Nice. And, and depending on who that is, depending on how we set that up, uh, inside run, 80 yards, because then you know you're in control from there on out. Now, interesting thing. Quarterback likes to throw the ball. First play of scrimmage is a run because he knows running game sets up a pass like always. So yes. we're going to have a good, yep. strong running game that's going to help our big play receivers. Now. Right. You talked about how you love the people you coached with and played with. I know some of those guys are now on your staff. You don't have to bring names up, but what do you think this new staff is going to bring to the table? I really believe this new staff is going to help me kind of take uh, 29 Palms football to where we've, we've kind of envisioned it to be uh, since growing up as kids. And, you know, a little bit about me. I, I started as a ball boy, uh, you know, when, when my dad was coaching. Then, then I was the filmer when my dad was still coaching quarterback, uh, and then I was able to, you know, coach different positions, be an offensive coordinator. So I've kind of been through every aspect of Twenty Nine Palms football, and and I think these new coaches have the same vision that I have as far as how we can use our athletes and how we can really develop and and get kids where they want to go so that maybe you know i love maybell state go comets however maybe we can get kids to go somewhere else maybe we can get them to go to the different places that that they have the ability to go to uh, what is one change people will see and notice we're gonna we're gonna be very fast paced offensively and defensively we're, we're, we're gonna run a lot of plays offensively and hopefully get a lot of turnovers defensively and, and, and I'm really excited to, to go into this next season with the group that we have because I think they fit perfectly into my vision. And, and my, my, my vision is always one that, it, that, I, can, that I hope uh, you know, flows with the talent that we have. But I'm really excited with the group that we have moving forward because I think they're going to be able to do everything that we're looking at doing to be successful. What are some player expectations? So play, players are going to have to be they're they're going to have to be a, a beyond reproach. Uh, I'm going to expect our players to be disciplined. I'm going to expect our players to be good in the classroom. 
I'm going to expect our players to be good on campus. I'm going to expect them to be good to be good in the community. And I think if we have the, those players not only in leadership roles but also in non-leadership roles, then we're going to have a good uh, a, a good positive team outlook. And and I want all of them to understand that we all have the same goal. Every single one of us does. And if if they believe in what we're doing, then those players are going to be successful. And, as, and more importantly, the team is going to be successful. And when you're talking about leaders, you're not just talking about on the football field. You're talking about you know student body president. I'm talking. I'm clubs. talking about yeah. yeah. I'm, ta- I'm talking about everybody. Everybody that's that, that that's on campus. I'm talking about our administrators. I'm talking about uh, community members. I want I want the the, the whole. Uh, uh, 29 Palms community member, uh, uh, community members, not only in 29 Palms, but we have a global presence, and I want all of those people to be involved. Nice. Uh, what about some ideas for team bonding, or are you going to do something with like team meals to try to create that unity a little bit more this year? Well, we're we're, we're going to do some things, and 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 I, uh, you know, there's some things that, that I don't really want to put out there quite yet because I want them to be. Uh, uh, kind of a surprise as to what we're doing. Uh, we're going to do some different things in training camp. Uh, we're the end of training camp is going to be a very community oriented. Um, but as far as team meals, I, I would love I would love to have a team meal before every game, uh, especially where we are. Kids need to eat, and and, and if we're able to help them with that, I, I think that's a positive thing. Uh, but but one 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 of my biggest things growing up in a, in a town that's very diverse is everybody has their own story. And learning those stories are very important because we can relate to those stories. And I think everybody can relate to, to differences in everybody else. And when we're able to relate with to the other people, to someone else's difference, it makes the world a better place. Because then that person is able to go on to wherever they go on to next and remember that person who, who taught them something different. And then they can, they can uh, be more receptive and more open to someone else who is also different. Uh, I I know your leadership style personally. I would say you're very much a uh, learn by doing, and I don't think you'd ever ask your coaches or players to do something you wouldn't do. How would you describe your learn, your leadership style to others? I believe, and I think you hit the nail on the head. I I, I would never ask any of my uh, players or coaches to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. Uh, I believe I, I try and lead by example. I believe I try and lead by being very passionate about what I do. Um, I believe I try and lead by uh, by bringing uh, you know a, a group of people together and showing them why we need to be together, and then also showing them why we're doing what we're doing. Either you know even even going down to offensively or, or defensively, why are we doing this? We're doing this because this is how that play is going to work, and then taking that from that very minute spot up to why why are we doing this in our life, and why are we doing this today? And, and, you know, for example, today I met with one of my players and, and, and I walked with, I walked up to him, uh, barefoot in the sand. And I said, and, and I said to him, I said, uh, do you want to ask why I don't have shoes on? And he was very you know shy. It was one of our first meetings. And he, he said, yeah, why are you doing that? And I said, because we take small steps when we have no shoes on in the desert, because there's a lot of things you can step on. And that's kind of like in life, you take small steps to get to where you want to go, but those small steps are very calculated steps, and they're and they're good steps. Beautiful answer. Uh, noticing again about how Coach loves what he's doing. He has a stack of plays and a clipboard and notes. <laughs> so again, we talk about someone who's serious about what he's doing. Don't put the, don't put those online. <laughs> the notes will not be there. I'm not taking photos. Okay, of them, all right. But I all can right. see exactly what's going on now. This this question was kind of inspired by the 
recent amazing uh, documentary series, The Last Dance. Yes. Do you have a mantra for the season? Do you have a, a, a phrase? Have you thought about it yet? I, I, I have thought about it. Uh, I've had to kick it around. Um, I've had to uh, go through, you know, I've, I've had to run them by certain people. But, uh, but, but kind of my mantra of life has always been, and, and I'm not trying to steal from, from a Disney movie, but, but Ohana has always been one of, one of my things. It's going to be Ohana, go cats. And, and, and really, really our phrase is going to be go cats, Ohana. And, 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 that, and that does not just mean the 11 players on the field or the 50 players on this, uh, 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 collectively or the 80 players from both teams or the however many parents and fans that we have. That, that means everybody who has ever been a part of, of, of Wildcat country, uh, they, they, are, they are Ohana and they, they mean as much to me as, any, as anybody. Awesome. Do you have an idea of what your offense? Now again, we don't have to divulge everything, but offensive, defensive scheme ideas. What are some nuts and bolts things that you would like to have uh, as a staple, as things that you will not, I would say, non-negotiables on offense and defense? Well, like like kind of I mentioned earlier, we're we're going to be a very uh, tough team on both sides of the ball. We're, now that that does not mean we're going to run over the top of you. Sometimes we're going to have to uh, scheme uh, against certain teams. But we, we're going to be a very uh, uh, come at you uh, type of team. Uh, you're going to think you know what's coming. However, you're not because we're going to we're going to pound what we do well. And we're going to have so many things off of what we do offensively. We're going to we're going to be uh, we're going to have multiple, multiple options in the passing game and, and in the running game. Um, I'm going to use the athletes that, that, that are just uh, born and bred here in 29 Palms. Uh, and that have moved in here from from different places, and defensively the same way. We we have so many type of players that 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 can play multiple positions. That that why would we not get creative and get multiple and be, and be very fun on both sides of the ball? And special teams we're going to be very uh, different than than what is the norm of really anybody. Awesome. It sounds like uh, you you're going to also run your offense defense with what you you're given talent wise. You're not going to be. Yes, you know, square into the round peg, peg round pair, they square type thing. No, we, we're we're going to do where where our where our best players are, and wherever they are, either you know this year, next year, whenever we we will always be multiple. Depending on the game, we we might have to change personnel during the game, but we are always going to scheme for what is best for our team. What are three things you would like to accomplish this season? Number one, uh, we will win the league. Number two, we will win the bell. <laughs> and, may, and a lot of people maybe think that should be different, but in order to win the bell, we have to win league first because we're, go, we're going to the league champs home field, brand new home field. And, and we have to go there with a the mentality of we're going there to take back what should be ours. Uh, and then number three, and, and, and I've done this in every team I've, I've coached from baseball, basketball, now to football. We're trying to win it all, and and there's no reason why any team should. What what are we showing up for every day? If our goal is not to win every game and win as many games as we can and win a CIF championship. Now, with everything going on, we know what's going on. Have you had any updates of the season situation? Or right now, are you you're anticipating you're going to play? I'm anticipating we're going to play. Now, when that is, I I, I can't speak to that. Um, I do I do believe that we will have a football season. It might not be during the traditional football season, 
Um, I, I also believe now with colleges allowing uh, football players back on campus next week, that that's really, um, really good for, for high school athletics. Um, I, I, I know that I, I truly believe and am going to prepare like we're going to have a season. And, and, and my coach, our, our coaches and, and our players are going to be ready for a season, no matter when that is, uh, you know, fall of 2020, winter of 2020, 21, or whenever it is, we're going to be ready to go and we're going to be ready to put the best product out there. Is there anywhere that uh, fans could go to get updates at the CIF? Are they posting any updates on it or no? CIF, ha CIF has been, CIF.org has been posting things. Um, and, and, and I will post things on my Twitter, which I will give you at the, at the end of this, uh, podcast. Uh, I will also be posting on my Facebook and, and we will be putting it on the, the school website and getting it out there as much as we can. How else can, I know you had the booster club, the touchdown club, uh, what other booster involvement or community involvement would you like to see from them? And also what are you, any ideas of how you're going to get back to the community this year? What I would like to get back to the community is, is, is a very exciting Friday night. Uh, I, I think that in, in a small town where you have to travel for entertainment, um, if we're able to give them five Friday nights in the fall where they, where they don't have to go, go travel somewhere, I, th I think that's uh, you know, something that's very important to me. Uh, we fill the seats and, and, a, and a lot of the people that would be coming would be a lot of former Wildcats and, and maybe uh, future Wildcats. Uh, so. I would love to have as much community involvement as I can have. Um, I think getting the, getting our community involved is, is, is what makes our program su successful. And I'm, uh, as far as the Booster Club goes, they, they've been very helpful so far in my short tenure, under a week as, as a football coach. And I've been very, uh, very happy with how, with, with how fired up they are. And, you know, with, with kind of the pandemic we've been in, it's been tough with small businesses around here, and, and, and I would like to bring back to them and, and be able to show that we support them and because they've supported us through all of this. Last question. Honestly, how does it feel? Uh, it's it, it feels amazing. Uh, and, and I hate to uh, in between both of those because uh, I, I haven't been asked that question yet. And and to, to, to kind of really sink it in and and, and let it really hit me. It, it's it's a dream. It's been a dream of mine since playing catch on the sideline when I was seven years old. And now at 33, I get I get the opportunity to lead a program that I've been a part of, been around, played in, uh, been very been very uh, enamored with. And I'm I'm just I'm just pumped and 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 super excited and feel very honored mainly to, to be able to be this person. Uh, I will I will wholeheartedly agree, and I'm actually looking forward to driving back from my uh, move on Fridays to come watch some games. I'm looking forward to it very much and be a part of the program because I do miss it uh, already, and I'm not even gone yet. Uh, you mentioned that there are some websites you want to – we'll actually put the post the links as well, but I, I'm gonna, we're going to verbally tell you guys them, and we're going to post all the links in the show notes. So your Twitter is – We have our Twitter here. We got to find our Twitter account. Hold on. What's your Facebook one? My Facebook is at Coach or uh, Coach Stanford. At Coach Stanford. Yeah. Uh, and then same thing. His Twitter is at Coach Stanford twenty nine. 
Uh, we have CIF.org. Uh, what's this, the team website or the team Facebook page? Team Facebook is 2-9 Wildcats Football. 2-9 Wildcats Football. And did you have a Goldman GoFundMe account going up right we now? Do, we do have a GoFundMe account right now. And so that one is also going to help. And the reason why, again, a reason why they're doing the GoFundMe is because uh, being a small community, they do rely a lot on community and small business donations. And I know there is a possibility that those might go down this year. So I know they're thinking about that. So they're trying to also find other ways for the community to help. So they set up this GoFundMe account as well. Uh, this has been a great opportunity for me as we're starting this. I figured let's have some interviews. Uh, and I'm, you know, TJ is a good friend of mine. And I'm going to miss him a lot and I love him a lot. And so I was glad he gave me this opportunity before I left to do this. Uh, but uh, I think great things are going to happen for the Wildcats. Well, and, and I want to say, Mike, I appreciate you. And I, and I love, uh, and, and you know, I love you too. And, uh, and I, I hope to be back on this, you know, as, as you know, hopefully after we're winning a few games. Oh yeah. We'll do it. We'll do some zoom. We'll do some zoom ones. <laughs> do, maybe. Do some zoom ones some, some get, Sunday morning. Zoom yeah, ones. Get them out there. Go. And, 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 and maybe, maybe we'll even at that point be able to, Talk a little bit of, uh, can you say shit? Yes, I've been explicit. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe talk a little bit of shit about where we're, where we're going from there. And then and then even, you know, I'd, I'd love to talk, uh, you know, even even college and, and pro sports, which, which is something we've done for years and years. So I, I'm really looking forward to this. And I'm looking forward to it too. So again, Coach CJ Sanford, the new head coach, 29 Palms Wildcats. Good luck to you, sir. Go Cats. So that was my interview with Coach T.J. Stanford. I hope you enjoyed it. So we're going to come back with some more stuff, some more interesting topics to talk about. Uh, please make sure you listen to our sponsors, uh, support them, and I appreciate you guys listening.